Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. All right, our next guest on the summit is one I'm very excited to bring to you guys. He has a company called My Outdesk that has helped thousands of real estate agents and business owners save money, leverage themselves, and ultimately take home more money. In fact, he, he recently surveyed his clients and has figured out that he's helped them save, I, I believe the number is, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's over $50 million. Uh, welcome, Daniel Ramsey. Thanks, Dan, for having me here. I love your name, by the way. We've got that name thing going. Um, and I'm excited to share with your audience, man. I, I hope to help today. Yeah, we're excited too. And I, I know you've got a lot that you can teach on the topic of how to hire, how to, how to, how to train, how to get people to do the tasks that aren't the most productive or aren't the tasks that you enjoy in the real estate business. You know, we all know real estate agents have to do a lot of things. Like, like there's probably like eight or nine or 10 different functions and within those several different tasks and when you're starting out you got to do them you got to do them all right but 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 not necessarily dan's got got ways to where you can outsource that get more leverage you know without without having to grow a huge team now if you have a, a huge team too he, he can help you out as well so we're going to get into a lot of that before we do dan why don't you give everyone your background how you got into the business and and what you're doing now yeah, sure. Um, so my office is 12 years old um, and I'm a real estate broker. In fact, right here, if you're, if this is a contract, like I'm buying, you know, a piece of commercial uh, 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 property and I love the real estate game. Like I still make my wife and kids stop at open houses in my neighborhood because I just, I just love the real estate game. And, you know, I'm, I'm like everybody in your audience. I was on my honeymoon um, I'm, I'm at the, the bar working and it's like two in the morning and my wife is sleeping and the bartender takes a photo of me and he starts actually making fun of me in Spanish. Right. And this is, this, you know, and this is how my outcast was born. I was like, this guy is making fun of me. I'm on my honeymoon and I'm on a computer closing deals. So if you're listening, like my outcast was born from the one pain that we all share as agents in the industry is there's just a lot to do and you never have enough time in your day to get everything done. And uh, so, you know, I came back from that honeymoon. And I was like, I got to have a family. I want, I don't want to get divorced, <laughs> you know, so I got to change how I work. I can't keep putting 60, 70, 80 hours in and expect to have, have a family. So we started outsourcing in 2007. Um, and you know, I was a, uh, I was number 14 in my market of 9,000 agents. And so I had, I built this team, what we call a blended model, right? Where some folks are in house and they're doing the licensed work, like the, the high level marketing strategy, the high level, you know, uh, conversations and negotiations, but all the other stuff, everything else is done by people in the Philippines. And that's basically what we do here at Biodesk. And so you know, I'm going to share with you guys, you know, we've had 5,000 clients. I've personally served, you know, 
I probably had conversations with 20 or 30,000 agents where they've shown me their P&L, their org chart, how they generate leads. So I've got this crazy amount of, of information and we just finished a book um, where we've compiled all of that together. And today we're going to just kind of talk a little bit about that, um, you know, about that journey. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing just, just number of conversations that you've had. <laughs> that's, yes. that's more than, you know, the people that are running the top podcasts that have been doing it for, you know, a decade or however long podcasts have been out. Like you've, you've probably had more conversations than, than even some of those people, which is amazing. So there's a ton of knowledge I'm, I'm sure you've gained, probably more than anyone, on different ways to run a real estate business team, like solo agent, big team, small team. Like, so, so you've got a ton that you can share. So I'm excited uh, to, to go over that. So let's, let's start kind of small and work big. Like if, if you're thinking solo agent, just starting out, like how would someone like you come in and, and help them improve their business? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're exactly right. We've broken down the process. Um, you know, we, we call it the I, the we, and the they. Like, and, and this is what we call the seven-figure business roadmap. And we, we've basically broken it down to, you know, how, who's on your team, how much money are you earning, and, and what does your business mix look like? You know, listings are always better than buyers, but in order to really grow a large team, you have to have a pretty even mix of buyers and, and sellers. So we, we've broken it down into the I's, the we's, and the they's. And what you have to focus on is different in each of those three different kind of camps or categories, right? And so what we do when we help a client is we just bring them in and then we ask them like, who's on your team? How much revenue are you making? How do you generate your leads? What systems and processes do you have in place? And then we ask this really one important question, who do you need on your team in order to double your business? Like what's that one hire? What's that one thing that you need to change on your team to really double your business? And in that series of questions, people really start thinking. And in fact, you know, if you're listening right now, that question is such a mind blower because if you're doing 30 deals or 40 deals and you, and you have to think like, how would I get to 80 or how would I get to 60 deals? Like the level of thinking in that one question causes you to say, well, I need to stop doing my own paperwork or I need to start generating more listing leads or I'd have to start doing more networking. And so it really causes you to really consider and think what your day looks like and who's on your team and what you'd have to change and actually, and actually double your business. Yeah. And I, I think that, yeah, that's a great question to ask. I, I think the answer is always going to be more people. It's just a matter of like who, who you know, who is that person or, or, or persons. But it can be, it can be, and, 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 and it, you're, you're spot on because sometimes the answer is, I, um, according to Na the National Association of Realtors, right, I like to quote them because they're like our, our board or whatever, so they're legit, right? That's, that's why I like to quote them. It takes 45 hours to close one single transaction, okay? Now, the, the, the reality is you've got to, you know, generate the lead, that takes two hours, then you have to you know, go and do a listing presentation three or four hours, then you have to negotiate and kind of coordinate all the 
contractors that you need to come in and do all that. And then there's 30 hours worth of paperwork, right? Of just pure paperwork. And so the reality to double your business, you might have to just give away everything that's not a licensed activity or give away everything that doesn't have to do with interacting with the client. And that could be your path to double. For others, you know, when you're in the we do it, it, it could be, you know, generating higher caliber leads and more volume on, on listing appointments. And then when you're in the they do it, it's all about your team. It's all about, you know, leverage and creating vision. So in each of these particular, you know, three levels, um, what you focus on is actually different. Um, and that's why we enjoy having those conversations. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I wanna tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I wanna give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD, MOD, to 31996, and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. So what's, what's the answer usually for the solo agent who's doing like 10 to 20 deals a year? Because I, I think that's a, a common place where people get stuck. Uh, you know, about 90% of agents don't, don't make it. But what I've noticed is most that do, and, and I've just know this from seeing in my own marketplace, they, they seem to break through, get to six figures, and they never really get beyond two to 250 in income they kind of stay stuck doing like 10 to 25 deals or so and depending on what marketplace that means you're probably going to make 150 to 250 but and there's nothing wrong with that but but they seem to be very 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 busy and 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 five years later they're still at that same level yeah well so in the i do it's or the solopreneurs um we always tell our our folks the clients that come in it's a learn and grow scenario which is great that you're putting on this summit because that's this is exactly where you need to be if you're in the i do it's meaning you're a solopreneur and you're doing all the work you're it's all about learning and growing at this stage and really starting to assemble a team 
And I think that's the one thing that stops people from ever breaking through that $200,000 in GCI. It's, it's really this concept of, well, you know, I only make so much. And so I don't really want to bring a person on. And I don't know if I'm, I'm, and there's a little bit of fear and like, I don't know how to hire an assistant. I've never done that work before. You know, I don't know what that would even look like. And so I always help people in the I do it's to really consider who do you have in your market center that you can outsource to on a per transaction or a per deal basis, you know, so that you can get some freedom and buy back some of your time and kind of push that to three, 400. So we always in the I do it space, we, you know, who, who can you hire in the listing coordination and the transaction coordination section? Can you talk to your CPA about having them put together P&Ls on a monthly basis so you can kind of see your traction moving forward? And then what part of your lead generation can you hire a firm to help with? You know, whether it's paying for Google or Facebook or, or any of the other uh, lead platforms. But those are typically, I mean, based on thousands of conversations, those are typically the steps for the iDoits. Yeah, and I think you're you're right on. You touched on a little bit the, the fear aspect. Uh, that 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 same, and I don't know if it's the same NAR survey, but you know they just released their latest member profile, and I always go through it because I think there's just a ton of good data in there. One interesting nugget is like less than ten percent of all real estate agents ever hire an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. And actually it's, I, I've got the exact numbers cause I'm, I'm, that's my business, right? So 82% of realtors out there are in the, I do it space, meaning they have no assistant or no help at all. No part-time, no virtual assistant, no transaction coordinator. They literally are a solopreneur and they, and they, that's all they do. Now, 15% of the market go into that. We do it space where they have one or two assistants or, or employees that help them in some way. And then only 3% have three or more. So as a, it's, it's interesting because in, you know, you hear about the 80, 20 rule, but in real estate, it really is the 90, 10, 10% of the market really does the majority of the business and they've actually set up a team and they have a real business. And that's the, that's the thing that we help our clients do is like really consider What's the work required to build a business that's worth owning and maybe, you know, an asset someday so you can retire or sell or, or do some, something different than just sell real estate for the next 30 years? So what, what would your biggest piece of advice be to in people in the I do it camp for who they should hire first? I think a lot of people go out that are in the I do it camp and they get a buyer's agent. Yeah, but I, I don't. I, 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 I strongly disagree with that, but, but what's, what's your take on who that first hire should be, what they should do? Yeah. I, so I think as much as you can, you should outsource transactionally in the I do it space. So, and that means, you know, like I said before, outsource transaction coordinator, outsource listing coordinator, uh, CPA to help you, you know, you should bring your insurance broker in, into the mix in some way, you know, you're, you're basically paying experts to help add value to your team. And that, that is what you should do in the I do it. I don't, I'm, I'm with you. I don't believe at all in hiring a buyer's agent until you have a, a very solid operational team. And that's the we do it space. So we'll, we'll start talking about that in just a second. But, you know, buyers, buyer's agents, um, the challenge is 
And if you're listening right now and you're considering hiring a team, I want you to hear this because this is really important. It is really hard to lead another salesperson. You have to create a vision for the future that is way more powerful than anything that they can create. And when you're hiring a buyer's agent, you're basically hiring another salesperson and, and they're like us. I'm a salesperson, you're a salesperson, we're crazy. You're crazy. If you're listening right now, you're crazy. Imagine you as an employee, that's what you're doing. And so you really, in the I do it space, you have to learn and grow. And that means stretching yourself. And that means really becoming a great leader. And what I love about the operation um, kind of team or an admin team is they're actually, uh, they're more stable. They're more process oriented. So they're easier to lead. So in my world, it's always about hiring that first admin and really kind of focusing and, and learning how to lead others. And if, if we were to go back to that 45 hours per, per transaction, uh, you know, according to, to NAR, that yes. that's, you know, how much of that is actually stuff an admin could do versus how much of it is stuff that you as the agent, you know, need to do, like, like meeting with the client, getting them to sign, you know, showing, showing them homes, uh, writing contracts, whatever. Like how much is, is the admin of that 45 hours and how much is the agent? Yeah, typically it's five to six hours of agent time and the rest of it can be given to an admin. A really great admin can really take on a lot of stuff. I, I'll give you an example. Um, I was just talking to one of the largest brokers in the nation and he's a client and and we were talking about his challenges scaling because he, he's kind of like you, Dan. He's got a huge team, right? Um, but he's in nine MLSs. He has a team of, I think he said, 40 buyer's agents. And, they, and he's like, I need to squeeze more out of them. I need to get more out of them. So we gave, we're giving him a virtual assistant to just be an admin support for his 40 buyer's agents. And what that means is, like, if you're a buyer's agent and you're out showing property, and your client says, I want to buy this. I want one, two, three main street. Now, you know, he can just call up the virtual assistant. They can put it into DocuSign or zip forms or whatever, you know, you're using in your particular thing. And they already have the file ready because they're in a car. So they've got a contract. They've got the loan approval. They've got the copy of a check. So all they got to do is throw it into DocuSign, send it over. Then the client can sign it right there while they're at the house. The virtual assistant texts them. Uh, the agent, the listing person's number and cell phone, and then the virtual assistant does all of the work, the all of the administrative part of that transaction of just the paper pushing. And now the agent is free to do what they love, which is talking to people and 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 getting referrals. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, you've got me interested in in, in that part. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> That's great. But but just bigger picture, I mean out of 40 to 45 hours per transaction, <clears throat> if you can have an admin do 35 to 40 of it, that frees up a lot of your time. It's probably only going to take a handful, like depending on your market size and price point, but it's probably on a per year basis going to take like two or three extra deals for that person to pay for themselves but they're, they're potentially taking 80% or more of, of the time it takes per transaction away from you. So to me, this, this, for the, for the people in that I do it camp that are, that are doing it all on their own, this seems like a no brainer if you want to grow fast. 
Yeah, and if you're listening, I mean, here's the challenge, right? And I do it, you know, we're running around like I was on my honeymoon, hairs on fire, deals need, you know, there's challenges and deals. And then you're like, oh, and Daniel, now you want me to hire somebody and train them? I can't do that. Like, I'm just so, I'm already working 70, 80 hours. And so we've got a very systematic way for somebody who's in the I do it or the we do it camp to actually onboard somebody. Um, But the biggest challenge is, you know, selling real estate is one particular skill set. It's a, it's fun. I love it. Negotiating deals. I mean, I just, I'm freaking born and bred for that job, right? But hiring somebody it's like a whole new skill set. It's like going to college, getting a master's and a doctorate, and it's freaking hard. And so if that's, and I think that's why, I mean, in that survey for NAR, when they did the 82% of all realtors don't have an assistant, the majority of them replied that it's just hard to find good talent. And that's why they've never done it. So, you know, or, or they don't have the time to train. That's the other kind of concern that these folks have. So, um, don't worry, we'll go through how to do that. It's not as hard as you might think. Um, and if you put it into a system and a process, it can be repeated, you know, time and time again. I, I was gonna ask you a question. What was it like when you first got, when you personally got your first real admin who really freed some of your time up? Yeah, so I, I, I hired my first one probably my 10th or 11th month in. You know, I did about 22 million in my first year in real estate. Yep. Yep. Um, all on my own, I, which was probably pushing the max of what one person could do. But I had such a uh, tightly defined market that I that I went after and and dominated. And and because of that, like I I didn't have to spend a lot of time going back and forth with clients, and it, it made it very very efficient. But at the end of that first year, I hired the first person, and they they did not work out. It took. Me, it didn't take me long to realize it, though. But then, this next person did, and yeah. you know that that helped me increase like fifty percent that year, first year at least. And then, um, you know, I just started to grow. And um, you know, Carrie and I at some points after that combined our businesses. And you know, anytime we've gotten more people, our business has gone up. It's just that's right. It's just how it works. Well, you know, what's funny is the IRS even says that. So I'm, I'm a numbers guy. And so if you're listening, this is probably the biggest case I, in my mind, if you look at distributions, there's 28 million businesses in the US, 28, right? That's a huge amount of businesses, but only 4% ever actually get over a million dollars. Like, so 4%, which is a super small number and it gets even worse only 0.04% ever get over $10 million. So a very small percentage of businesses ever scale, which is, is what we're talking about. And the IRS reports the difference between those different categories is it's always the team, man. It's always, if you interview any CEO, any true business owner, and you ask them what's your biggest challenge, they're going to say it's always about finding the right talent. And so my desk, we do this we just make it easy. We're the easy button for finding exactly what you need to do what you did, which is a 50%, you know, increase one year after hiring. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, messing it up the first time, whether you hire them yourself, whether you go to uh, someone like yourself that does it for you, it's very likely no matter what you're going to 
kind of screwed up the first time, not have the right fit. And I, I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're, they just get in the mentality like, oh, I tried that and it doesn't work. And, you know, right. people want results now. They want uh, to, to see, that, you know, it work right away. That's not always the case. A lot of times it takes two, three months to get something right. And, and I really think that's the difference between the people that, uh, succeed and fail or the people that succeed at a small level versus those who succeed at a big level is being able to get through that initial period where maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. I think well, you probably help people get there quicker because you've just had so much experience doing this. Well, what we do is we help people narrow that focus. You know, uh, one of, one of the challenges when you're in the eye and even the, we do it right space is you're going to come to me and say, okay, Daniel, this is what I need. I need somebody to help me with all my paperwork and then I need somebody to do my paid ads. And by the way, we have this, this client event pro program that I wanna get started. And I heard about this other thing, FISBOs and expireds. Can you guys help with that? And because we do it all, like Dan, you and I, we do it all, right? Because that's what entrepreneurs do. You think that when you hire somebody, they're gonna be just like you. And that's just not the case. Your first when you hire somebody to be an administrative person, you've got to keep them in their lane. If they're doing your paperwork, keep them doing your paperwork. If they're helping you call leads, keep them doing, you know, doing that, calling leads. We had, we had one client. I love this guy. He, um, he's in the Midwest. Um, he's a big broker. Um, he calls. We give him two virtual assistants on the ISA side, you know, prospecting. And he calls like a month later and says, Daniel, I've got to cancel. And I'm like, oh, man, tell me why. Why do you have to cancel? And he goes, your people are too good. They're setting too many appointments. We're overrun. We can't even keep up. And, and, and that's a great problem to have, right? But that, what you just said, you know, um, you're going to be challenged when you hire your first person. Don't worry. We're going to help narrow the focus so you get exactly what you need. And we're, we're making sure you have a return on investment. And we're also going to help kind of structure your team as you grow because you know, when you're in the I do it, it's all about learning and growth, you know, outsource as much as you can. When you're in the we do it, it's it, the, the focus changes to systems and process, which is why, you know, I'm in the systems section of your, your, your summit, um, because the, that's the most important thing when you add people on is your systems and, and process. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, what's the biggest challenge that you see with the people in the we do it camp, the smaller teams, what do they need to focus on to make better use of their time, make themselves more efficient and to grow? Yeah, it's all about leverage, right? I mean, a hundred percent in the we do it camp, it's like what leverage is on my on my team. Like what and when I say leverage, I, I want to be clear, this could be the right CRM for you. It could be the right marketing automation. It could be the right transaction coordination platform it could there's a whole host i mean it could be just getting quickbooks and starting to produce your own pnls you know so you have a, a system of actually tracking financial results um you know one of the worst things that that i do um we have this client come in and he's hiring six of our um folks and i said okay well now that you're getting so deep and heavy with us it's time for us to do an audit on your account I'll need your financials. I'll need your org chart. I want to hear the systems and processes that you have. And then I want to know what your lead generation looks like. Like, how are you generating and what are you closing? What are your percentages? How fast do you get to a lead? And he's like, okay, Daniel, I'm going to give you all that, but I'm not going to give you my financials. 
And I can tell you a hundred percent of the reason why he doesn't want to give you, uh, he doesn't want to give us the financials is because he's not making any money. He's at that zero mark. So the biggest challenge that you have in the, we do it is staying profitable as you double or as you grow, because you're hiring people, you're adding new systems and processes. And at the same time, you've got to produce. You're, you're like a working foreman. If you're a, a contractor, you know, you're hammering nails and building the house while you're also designing it and, and furnishing it and putting the roof on. That's what being in the we do it space is. So at that time, you, you, there's a lot of things to focus on. Um, and you've got to kind of really narrow that focus to the leverage conversation. And where I'm, I'm sure it's different for everyone, but where sure. do you where do you normally see the gap on the on the small team? Like, what are they missing? What do they need to add? Who do they who do they need to hire to grow? That's a great question. Um, you know, a hundred percent of the time, whether you're in the I, we, or they, um, and if you're listening right now, take nothing that I've said away from the conversation except for this one thing. I'm I, I love stories, so I'm I'm meeting with uh, an insurance guy who's who's a client and, and he's got this new operations leader and you know, she's really talented. I can tell she's really talented and we're having the conversations cause they're building systems and processes right now, right? Inside of their business. And she's like, we've got to really focus on the systems and processes. And, and then the owner who, you know, is a multi-million dollar producing insurance agent says, yeah, systems and processes. And I looked them directly in the eyes, like I'm looking you in the eye right now. And I said, no, you need to focus on revenue. It's growth, growth, growth. Think about this revenue. And in, and in real estate world, that's listings. Revenue is like the air that you breathe. It's the most important thing. If you cannot go, you can go without water, you can go without food, which is what I would call systems and processes. But revenue is like a non-negotiable. If you're not growing, you're dying. So if you're listening to this right now and you go and look at last year's production and you, you take a snapshot of the first six months, if you're not growing compared to last year, you're freaking dying. That's, that's it. That's the, that's the entire conversation. And if you're in that space right now, or if you have a little bit of growth or you have a little bit of this decline, you need to stop what you're doing and ask yourself the question, what do I need to do or who do I need to hire in order to double my business right now? And um, so to, to answer your question, in the we do it, it's about leverage, but you can never take your focus off revenue generation. And it gets harder in the we do it to do that because you've got a lot of things going on. I agree. I, I think there's, there's kind of two questions you got to ask if you're in that camp and you're stuck and you see flat or slower growth and i think the 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 first thing you need to ask is you know what are my goals is it is it big enough because because we certainly for years our our goal is to get to 365 transactions one per day nice we did that we were number one in virginia and uh number one in our market and and we kind of like got stuck there for a couple years um yep and uh, we, we reset the bar last year and, and said, no, we're going to do 500. And um, we grew like 50%. Uh, nice. came, came up a few transactions short, but we went from 200 million to 300 million. I think it was just setting a bigger goal. So then this year we, we doubled that goal, 1,000 transactions. And then, I, you know, I think once you do that, once you have the bigger vision and, and see where you want to go, 
and I learned this from Russell Brunson, you, you don't, you know, quit asking uh, how and start asking who. Who, yeah. That, that's the difference between a billionaire and everyone else is they ask, who do I need to hire in order to make this? And think about it like this. I mean, you and I, yeah, uh, if you're a billionaire and you go buy a, a baseball team, you're not going to ask yourself, what do I need to do to win, you know, the World Series? You're going to say, who do I need to hire so that I can win the World Series? You know, like that's the, and, and so everybody that's listening, it's, it, it's a new mindset. Like, it's not about you. And in the we and in the they do it, it becomes all about your team and the leverage that you imply in that team. And you can never take your eyes off the prize, which is focused on revenue. Yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the they, the last camp. So these are the agents out there that have grown a team big enough to where uh, I assume, you know, the they, you're, you're talking about agents that aren't in production or aren't in as much or don't, don't have to be, but maybe they still do it because they like it and they choose to. Um, yep. What, what do those people need to, to focus on typically? You know, uh, so that we define that as the top 3%. Um, of the market, those folks are all about casting a vision. Um, and here, here's the challenge: if you're listening right now, and I'm sure you're 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 going to have some of the they do it's in your audience. Um, the focus becomes very much more on agent retention, you know, and eking out you know shorter, smaller wins. And you're experiencing that right now. Once you get to 500 transactions, it's a lot easier to go to a thousand transactions than it was to break that first 100 transactions. That first 100 transactions, it was like hell, and, and it's just harder to do. But once you get to 500, it becomes easier to hire high caliber talent and really organize your model. And so it becomes less about you know, what you sell and your, your leverage and, and the systems and processes, because you have, you have to have those dialed in in order to get to 500, right? But to get from 500 and set a goal of doing a thousand transactions, you know, there's only a handful of people in the country that ever actually do that. And it's all about, it becomes all about the vision that you kind of employ on your team and that they do it. Like, what are you guys trying to accomplish? And what are you trying to do as a group? And, you know, how energetic, what your energy level, right? Your energy level that comes out. And then it becomes, you know, more about building scale. And that is retaining your, your top talent and casting that vision and really being clear about your model and how to tweak it. Many people in your space in the 500 transactions to 1,000, they're opening title companies. They're opening mortgage companies. They're, they're you know, kind of doing what you're doing, which is a coaching platform. And so you start adding these additional revenue kind of models into your, your business so that you're, you're kind of taking advantage of you know, every real estate transaction has $75,000 attached to it. Title, mortgage, um, home, new, I mean, I can't tell you how many people buy a house and then they buy a brand new car. Like it's, that's just how it is, you know? So you have this opportunity in that they do it to really scale your business by tweaking your model and really focusing on the vision for the future and the people that are on your team. And that, that again um, is a really difficult transit uh, transition. Um, we're, we're fortunate. There's only a hundred teams in the country that really kind of fall in that in that you know 500 to a thousand transactions. We're fortunate to have 36 of them as clients, 
Um, and we, we've kind of watched that evolution over the 12 years because there really, 10 years ago, there weren't mega teams. There wasn't like you doing 500 transactions. That wasn't normal. There was only like a handful of people who were doing that. Now that is a very normal thing um, to kind of see. You see it more often. Um, and so we've got to kind of be involved with some of the biggest teams across the country and watch them do things, you know, focused on their vision and focused on their people and watch them really scale, scale and, and grow their company. And what, what kind of retention rates are you seeing in those teams? Like what, what's, what's reasonable for people to shoot for? I know like overall in the real estate industry, I think, I think it's, it's pretty high, like probably around 50% um, or so. But what are, what are you seeing there, you know, the difference between kind of average and people who are doing it the best? You know, we don't track our clients' retention, um, but I can tell you some of the best um, models that we've seen. Um, we have a client in L.A. who's a huge um, real estate person. He's been on all the shows. You know how the L.A., you know, remodel my house and million dollar listing, you know. Um, he actually built a software to enable his agents to actually in-house deals. And I really like that software and I think that's smart. So he's, he's created a, a platform for his internal agents to utilize so that, you know, they, and they have a team of like, I think it's like a hundred and they're all luxury guys. And so you know how you market luxury different than you market, you know, a 200,000 suburban house. Right. So for him, the answer was connecting his agents to help them make more money through a platform, okay? Another client that we have in Minnesota actually uses our virtual assistants to serve his listing and buying agents. And, and that's a common, I'm just using this guy in Minnesota because um, he's doing it at a really high level. He went from an eight person team four years ago to having over 500 agents inside of his office. And we, Myauta serves them by doing all of their paperwork. So you know, for him, his retention rate's really strong. In fact, he said, I don't lose people because if they leave me, they have to start doing their own paperwork. They have to start marketing their own properties. And we just support them so much so that the cost of going out on their own is just too high. And so I think once you get to that they do it space, you have to really consider like, you know, who you bring on your team becomes really important because one sour apple can kind of ruin the whole batch. So you have to get really aligned with core values and who you're hiring and why you're bringing them on the team. And then you have to have the right systems and processes in place to enable that person to be exactly, you know, a fit for your particular model. Um, and so those are some of some, you know, quick examples of how that they do it. So really leveraging our people to serve their agents. Yeah, those are some great examples. I think overall what I'm hearing in the, when you're in that we camp, it's all about building systems and processes to serve the home buyers, home sellers. When you get yep. to the day camp, you're building systems and processes still, but it's all catered around serving your sales agents and your, your top people that are going to go out and serve your clients, serve, you know, serve those buyers and sellers. So it's, it's, it's taking care of those people. You know, I heard various different ways of making their life easier, making it easier right. for them to do more sales and, and more buy, you know, listings and, and and, and, I, and I think that's really kind of the, the one small difference between the we and the they. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I would add, you know, many people are expanding, you know, they have systems and process for expanding their reach, you know, 
Um, we've got a client um, in Jersey, like I, I mentioned him earlier, he's in nine MLSs and his people, you know, he's got these satellite offices so he can serve the entire area. And I think that's becoming more and more of, of kind of a pattern is the most successful large, you know, teams are geographically expanding out um, in, in their universe and they're using our people to help them with recruiting and or retention. Well, this has been been great, Dan. You've, you've added a ton of value to the people watching the summit today. And I think no matter what camp you fall in, no matter you know if you're new and starting out or if you're experienced running a big team, small team, thinking about making your first hire, everybody took something of great value today. I know we talked earlier that uh, you've got a hiring guide to help yes. people with this process that we're going to make available. Yep. Uh, so there will be a link, you know, on this video or, or, or below somewhere. If you guys want to click on that link, you can get uh, Dan's hiring guide for how to hire, you know, what to look for. Uh, probably, probably save you the cost and time of making a, one or two bad hires. I mean, you'll, you'll eventually figure it out if you want to, but this, this will help you get there a lot faster. So, Click on that link, get that guide. Uh, anything else they can can expect in that guide, Dan? You know what? I'm I'm actually I'm gonna do something crazy. Uh, so we just finished authoring a book talking exactly about this I, the we, the they, right? And it's called Scale Your Business with Virtual Professionals. So one thing we don't offer virtual assistants, we offer virtual professionals. So if you if you need help with operations, we've got operations people. If you need help with sales, we've got prospectors, right? If you need marketing support, like uh, you know, an assistant or support in your marketing endeavors, we've got people who are experienced in that particular stuff. So um, what I'd like to do is if you text um, SVP, which is scale with virtual professionals, so SVP to 31996, we're going to give you an electronic version um, for free of the book. So you know, I have a good friend who's in Hawaii. I just gave him a, a copy of the book. He's in the bottom of the they do it, meaning he just is now converting to a they do it. And he was, he's in Hawaii on the beach. And he sends me a picture of the book with all of his notes. And this guy's an animal. Um, and he was eating it up. And, and it's kind of blown his mind in terms of, you know, really asking the question, you know, who do I need to hire? What do I need to do to uh, double my business? And, and the book really kind of helps lay that path out. So anyways, text SVP um, 31996. So text SVP to 31996 and we'll be happy to serve. Wow, that's, that's an amazing offer. I know that's going to help a lot of people. So make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, before we go, if people want to you know, reach out to you to, to learn more about anything you offer, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, jump on our website, man. We've got great um, kind of information about what we do. Um, there's a lot of free guides to, to um, kind of download. We're, we're right now, um, I'm, this is for your audience. So <laughs> a little bit more because I can't help myself, right? Um, San Diego market just turned. So in the last recession, the San Diego market led the rest of the country by about one year. So the San Diego market just turned to a downward slide. I think that means in the next six months to a year, we're going to nationally experience a recession. So we have 
a how to grow and uh, in a recession kind of guide. We have staying profitable in a recession guide. We've got a lot of free gifts and guides that you can kind of jump on and grab at our website. And again, we just want to serve the industry and really, um, you know, make sure everybody has everything they need to really double their business. Well, thank you. That's, that's, you know, a great insight. And, you know, guys, guys, make sure you check out my outdesk uh, and, and Dan Ramsey. He's, he's already given a ton of value, but he can give you a lot more. And once again, thanks for being on the summit. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thanks a lot.